Hi everybody, this is Karen from Satirin, and you're listening to the SAP Security and GRC podcast with host Dudley Cartwright, helping you on your journey to effective access risk management in SAP. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the emergency access management process, commonly known as the firefighter process. We will look at answering the following questions. What is the emergency access management process? How do organizations go about setting up their firefighter process? And which is the best methodology to use? We'll be joined by industry expert Emil Stein from Satirian. Thank you for joining us. Welcome everyone to today's podcast. So I'm joined today by Emil Stein from Satirian. My name is Daddy Cartwright, also from Satirian. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so, so to begin, just to explain, you know, what is the emergency access management process? So the idea behind an effective emergency access management process is to take away very sensitive access away from the user's day-to-day sort of uh, ability to perform and put that into a separate uh, process, separate role, separate user, that when users need to perform these very sensitive uh, activities or actions, they do that in a much more controlled manner that where there's sort of very detailed uh, audit logging of exactly what the person did and then that also that the business review those activities after the person has completed their sort of emergency access management activities. Um, so, Amelia, we, we seen, you know, it's a very sort of strong recommendation from many of the audit firms that they encourage their their clients to implement a uh, you know an effective emergency access management process. For vendors like ourselves, it is one of the more common sort of modules that are purchased. Um, you know, to, that that where companies want a solution to help them automate the process of managing uh, or running the emergency access management uh, process. Maybe, uh, Emil, if you could just share with us, what, what have you seen, not only with our clients, but also some of the challenges that some companies do face with implementing uh, emergency ac- an emergency access management process, and where do some companies possibly get, get it a bit wrong? Yeah, I, I think the most common uh, problem is actually getting the access right. So it almost sounds like the most obvious thing, but it is very important to identify what is sensitive enough to be included included in the firefighter uh, access and what should remain with a user's day-to-day functions. So it's striking that fine balance to ensure that, first of all, the user does not have too much access in his day-to-day functions and the appropriate functions are separated. And then also that not to have or strip out too much access from the user's day-to-day activities that the user now needs to use his firefighter activities or firefighter access for everything they need to do in the system because that creates a, a, a whole big burden on the company to now review those additional additional logs. So that's a, almost a common challenge from an access perspective is to uh, just make sure that is correct. Uh, there is also then the challenge of the subsequent review, but I think we, let's uh, maybe touch on that that later as a as a separate portion. Yeah. So, so you mentioned that you know the challenge there with some some companies either assign too little um, functions as being sensitive uh, that need to be performed you know through the firefighter methodology or process, and some companies also go and just say, well, listen, let let, let our support users perform everything through the firefighter. So we've seen that quite a bit. The the, the second scenario there where the company will strip down the support users day-to-day access to to just have display uh, only displayability and then any update function that the user uh, the support users do need to perform they, they need to do that via um, 
the firefighter process, which does work in many occasions. But if it's a day-to-day activity that that support user is performing on behalf of the, of the business on a daily basis or on a regular basis, you know, that's where we try and encourage our clients to say, listen, may, maybe take that out of the firefighter process and that's the day-to-day activity that needs to be used. Otherwise, as you mentioned there, if there's too much, too many items that are deemed to be sensitive and will be performed through the emergency access management process, it does mean that those, whoever's doing the review is going to have a huge amount of information that they need to go through as part of that review. And then Bill, you've always been very vocal saying, listen, the control, the effective control on the emergency access management process is is about the business review of what was done during that firefighter period. And if there's just too much data to review, it's, you know, obviously it's, it's difficult for the reviewer to to make hit or tails of, of what are they reviewing. And they end up just maybe just approving it or just to take an audit box with not much effort put into the actual review to make sure that that person didn't do anything that they shouldn't have done during that one access. And Milt, let's chat a little bit about, you know, the different methodologies uh, that, that can be uh, used for the firefighter process. I know you've got, you can assign, you've got a user methodology, you've got a role methodology, you can also pre-improve users or you can, there can be the approval on, on request. Maybe if you just want to just share with us, you know, a little bit about each of those and if there are pros and cons to each. Thanks. So for for the user methodology, that would mean that I've got a my dedicated ID that I would use for my day-to-day activities in SAP. And then I would also have a firefighter ID to use for all firefighter-related activities. The other methodology, the role methodology, is where I'll still have my own uh, user ID within SAP. And that firefighter role will then be assigned to my existing ID when I am needed to perform the, the firefighter activities. So if we uh, quickly uh, think about pros and cons of each. So um, the there's not a right or a wrong way, but for the user methodology, what would typically happen is the user would uh, get access to that firefighter user and they would perform the specific firefighter activities during that period and would then move back to their, to their uh, own user ID. That will typically result in a more focused review for the reviewer, although they can lose visibility over activities that might be in conflict that were used as part of or by used by their own user ID within SAP. We with the role methodology, it's all accessed by one ID, so you've got visibility over all activities being performed. But what unfortunately happens is the user that that firefighter access remains assigned to the user for a period of time and that will then typically include logs that actually relate to the user just performing his day-to-day activities which will result in a much larger log to review and uh, potentially leading to a less effective control then um, you also mentioned the pre-approved versus um, additional approval so uh, that means that where a user is granted the ability to use firefighter that can be done can be done uh, beforehand so that when they require their firefighter access they can uh, use it straight away and so that is now using an application like Citerion to facilitate that process so when there's an emergency at 11 o'clock at night and I need to use my firefighter access 
I can do so straight away without getting uh, an approval first. Where now the additional approval, that's very similar to what our companies would do with the manual, um, and with a manual firefighter process, is they will request their firefighter access, wait for approval, and only at that stage can they actually or the authorization administrator action that activity and grant the, the firefighter uh, access to the person. And it could unfortunately be a big uh, time period that elapses in between. So possibly, you know, a challenge there for some of the basis administrators if they needed to log in at three o'clock in the morning to do something, if they have to now wait until the security administrator gets in the morning, that, that could be quite a delay to resolving that, that particular um, issue or incident. And Emil, you mentioned there just we were talking about you know some of the pros and cons of the user methodology and the role methodology. Quite a few companies have asked if there's any SAP licensing implications if you do go for the user methodology, um, because you are creating additional users uh, in in the system. So we have not seen any of our customers uh, experience any licensing implications for choosing that, that that methodology. Maybe you can just elaborate on that in a second, and then I guess also. Maybe one uh, sort of negative of the user methodology is that if, if, if you can create a firefighter user for, say, your finance users, and there's eight support finance users that all need to check out that one ID, obviously only one person can be making use of it at a time. Uh, so there could be some limitation there where if, if the second firefighter finance support user wants to make use of it, he needs to wait for that ID to become available again. Where on the role methodology, obviously you don't have such a such a limitation because just a wide access finance firefighter role gets assigned to your own ID. You know, so maybe that's just something something to think about. But as you mentioned, no right or wrong uh, way to handle that. Yeah, you know, anything else that you can think of there? Yeah. So uh, just uh, talking about the license implication. So usually, I would still have my own user ID. It's, and then also access to the, the firefighter ID. So I'm already paying a license for my existing SAP yeah. user ID. So also considering that that user ID would be locked and expired, the firefighter ID would be locked and expired and only become available when when uh, when needed. Um, so that means that you can have as many firefighter IDs basically yeah. as you need. So okay, yeah. no, no, good point there. Yeah. So you, you just touched also then on the manual approach to handling the emergency access management process. So it is quite common for companies to, to uh, try and implement an emergency access management process uh, using a more manual approach, because they still will go to create you know, firefighter users or firefighter roles, but then just the security administrator would ma- would have to manually go and do those assignments themselves. There isn't a solution that will automate that process streamline that process. So I guess maybe just to touch on some of the, the negatives of the manual approach is one, you are very reliant on the security administrator being available to unlock or assign a role. Um, and also for the activity logs that, that are performed by a user during that that wide access checkout period, for that the security administrator then will need to go and find, ensure that the, the activity logs correlates to when the person actually had to check out the, the firefighter. So there's quite a bit of manual activity that does need to be done there um, in order for, for the manual approach to work. You, a lot, uh, quite a bit of 
additional efforts um, that, that that goes into the manual approach. Where if you do implement at one of the a dedicated solution that manages that, it's all automated. The the logs are automatically generated. The workflows are all automatically sent to the users, uh, etc. And also the the, the checkout of, of the firefighter user or the assignment of the role is automatically done by the solution. You're not waiting for the security administrator to, to wake up. So, so there are significant benefits uh, of a dedicated solution to handle that process of a manual approach. Um, okay, so then I think, um, I mean, we, we, also, we also have seen some of our companies struggle or make the mistake, we believe, of taking too long between the period of when the firefighter checkout took place to when the actual review of the activity logs, uh, you know, were done. Um, if there's a, a lengthy period between those two activities, we just feel it's quite difficult for the reviewer to remember the reason why that particular user requested that additional access, what was the, the business reason for that, um, when, when he's actually reviewing the log file. So we often recommend to our companies, clients, that the review of the activity log should be done as close as possible to when that uh, that checkout, uh, acti the firefighter chat activity took place, just that it's fresh in the reviewer's mind as to what the business yeah. reason was um, for that. Uh, any comment on that? Yeah, just that you, you should keep in mind that during that period where the wide access was assigned, there's a, there's a bigger risk exposure. So then now to, to perform the subsequent review that is your control and the longer you take with performing your review it means that there's potential fraud or mistakes that go undetected for that period so the longer you wait the longer uh, those issues uh, go undetected so the sooner the better yeah yeah um and then i suppose another change that we, that we're seeing there is that the reviewers are reviewing these activity logs, and many, you know, many times that these activity logs are quite technical, almost very similar to like a trace file. Um, quite difficult for the business users to actually make head or tails as to what actually took place during the SERP. I think that's a, another challenge uh, that, that we are seeing is that if you can find a solution that converts that more technical language into a more business-friendly language, make it easier for the business user who's performing the review of what was done uh, during that sort of checkout period, make that as easy as possible. Uh, if that's too technical, it becomes quite difficult for those business users to to be able to, as I said, make heel tells of, of what was done. And they often end up just approving that stuff just to tick an audit box more than actually with an understanding of, of actually what was done during those those sessions. Maybe Emil, I'll just ask you then to summarize, um, you know, just in conclusion, you know, what would you say of the considerations when setting up your firefighter process yeah. um, and what are some things to keep in mind? Yes, thanks for that. So, first of all, I think make sure you you are comfortable with the access you're going to sign. What what is day to day access? What is firefighter access? Ensuring that that uh, balance is is struck and that uh, to prevent unnecessary use of of the firefighter ID uh, without and also making sure that um, that uh, there's not users that have firefighter access checked out too much. Then once you are comfortable with the access portion, move on, decide what methodology is going to work best for your environment. We said that there's no right or wrong way 
choose the one that will work for, for your environment. Okay. Then for the reporting, most important part for me is present, present the information in such a way that it is easy to understand. And usually that is now where an application like Satirian can come in, automate that process, automate the downloading of the logs, and that, that information is then presented in such a way that easy decisions can be made. As we yeah. said, that information is very complex. So make sure that it, it includes uh, not only transaction usage, but also items like the change logs. How are change logs displayed? Is there emphasis placed on sensitive field changes, for instance? And that is uh, all things that can then be achieved by quality reporting. And No, perfect. And, and maybe just lastly, we said just also try and perform those reviews in a timely manner. Don't wait too long for the review to be done uh, from when the actual uh, uh, sort of checkout activity uh, took, took place. Good. I think that covers it for, for today. Emil, thank you very much. And everyone, thanks for, for joining today's session. Until the, until the next one. And we'll see you. Bye.